Welcome to the Junkyard Outreach. This is Todd, and thanks for joining me as we go through the scriptures and learn what we can to draw close to Jesus. For more episodes and information, check out junkyardoutreach.com. And now, let's dig in. Acts chapter 4, verse 23. When they, Peter and John, were released, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they lifted up their voice together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, Why did the Gentiles rage? And the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and his anointed. For truly, in this city there were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness, while you stretch out your hand to heal, and the signs and wonders are performed through your name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. So when you look at this prayer, this took place after Peter and John had been arrested for healing a lame man in the temple area, and the priests and the Sadducees and the captain of the guard, they all came together because people were freaking out because this person who everybody knew as a lame man could not walk. He was 40 years old. He was now leaping, praising God all over the place. And they're like, what's going on? And so they figured it out and they arrested Peter and John and put him in jail. And so now after they were released the next day, after being threatened not to teach in the name of Jesus anymore, Peter and John went back to their friends and they told them what the chief priests and elders had said to them. In other words, they're like, yeah, they're threatening us. And they undoubtedly remembered the recent trial of Jesus before the same people, how they murdered him and how they unjustly sentenced him to death and carried out that death. And now they're looking at the same thing. So they all lift up their voices together and pray. And it's interesting because in this prayer, you see that the disciples had followed Jesus' model of prayer where he told the disciples, this is how you pray. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day of bread and so forth. So when you look at this prayer, that's what you see. Verse 24 says, and when they heard it, they lifted up their voice together and they said, sovereign Lord who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. In other words, our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Verse 25, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant said by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and his anointed, or his Christ, because Christ was coming, the kingdom was coming, and the kingdom has come. Your kingdom come. For truly in this city there were gathered against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. In other words, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us what we need to do your will. So you see that that model, it wasn't just something that they ignored. It says when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. In other words, God answered their prayers. God did what they asked him to do, reminding them, he's shaking the place up, I am in control. 
my will will be done. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Give us this day. Okay, I'm going to give you what you need. Give us this day our daily bread. This is my sustenance for today. Okay, here you go. This is what you need right now. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And what happens when they were filled with the Holy Spirit? They continued to speak the word with boldness. What did they ask? And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. God answered their prayers right there. I think this is extremely important that we look at this and we study this and we see that the disciples were faithful in doing what Jesus had commanded them to in this situation. They were faithful to their calling, that's obvious, going out and doing the signs and wonders, but they were also faithful when they prayed, and they prayed just like Jesus told them to, and it worked. And that brings up this topic of prayer and How do I get my prayers answered? What can I do? Well, it's easy. You obey God. You do what he says. And when he says, pray like this, that's not just for the disciples. That's for every child of God. Structure your prayers in this way. That prayer was not a canned prayer that we could just somehow go and say and magic things happen because we say it. That prayer was a model. God, God's will, God's kingdom. Give me only what I need today, and it works. They did it, and it was awesome. Now, one of the things, too, about this prayer most people may overlook when it says, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage and the people's plot in vain, and the kings set themselves, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and his Christ, or his anointed one? That's right out of Psalm 2. What else do we see here? What we see is we see the disciples understanding the word They read Psalm 2. Undoubtedly, they had this memorized because either they were taught it growing up or Jesus reiterated it because it's a messianic psalm. It talks about the Lord and his anointed. That word anointed is Mashiach in the Hebrew, Messiah. In the Greek, it's Christos, or in the English, Christ. So the prophetic psalm totally applies here. They're understanding the Word of God, and they are reiterating the Word of God. They are believing the Word of God. We believe it. When your servant David said, why did the Gentiles rage? Now we get it. The rulers are gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. Interesting there. Not just against his anointed, it's against the Lord. The Sadducees, who were not really believers in the supernatural, they were acknowledgers of God, much like a lot of people today. They were part of this. The priests were part of this, and they didn't like what was going on. They didn't like these guys talking about Jesus, talking about the resurrection, all these things. That was wrong in their minds. They didn't realize that they were fighting against God, but the disciples knew it because they knew the Word. They saw in the Scriptures, and the Old Testament was the only thing they had at this time. New Testament wouldn't be written for some time. So they're operating with the Old Testament scriptures, and right there, they see the fulfillment of what God had declared. So we put all this together. The disciples followed Jesus. They obeyed him. They knew and studied the Word, the Old Testament, the Old Testament prophecies, the Old Testament messianic psalms, those things. They saw the things come to pass, and instead of getting all freaked out about it, what they did is they said, Lord, we're going to pray like you told us to pray, and we're going to acknowledge your word as it's written, because we now see it, we believe, 
we're going to ask that you would give us the strength. Notice what they didn't ask. They didn't ask for deliverance. They didn't ask that God would strike down the Sadducees and smoke the priests. What they asked is that they would continue to speak the word with all boldness. That's remarkable, because in the midst of all of this drama, in the midst of the times, everything's going crazy. People are running around going nuts. What's my prayer? Give me the strength to speak your word with all boldness. In other words, it's all about you, Jesus. It's not about me. It's not about my circumstances. They could have said, Lord, give us a a word. What should we do? Where should we go? How can we fix this? No. Grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. Continue to speak your word, meaning they were doing it. Now they were becoming alarmed and fearful, and they're like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going to let that fear take over. Lord, please allow us to speak your word with all boldness. And God said, all right. The Holy Spirit filled them again, and they continued. So they're faithful, faithful to Jesus, faithful to what he said, faithful to the word, Old Testament, faithful to continue doing what we've been called to do, and that is to speak the word with all boldness. You can't speak the word with boldness, really, unless you believe it. And you can't believe it unless you really have experienced Jesus. So if you haven't experienced Jesus, study this prayer. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Start acknowledging him. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Start doing what you know he wants you to do. And give me what I need for this day. And forgive me as I forgive others and deliver me from evil. Start digging into the scriptures. Look at Psalm 22 and Isaiah 53 and other chapters and verses that deal with Jesus in the Old Testament. And it'll strengthen your faith. It'll charge you up and you'll be ready to roll. And all of these things when you put them together, will draw you closer to God and you will begin to experience God at a new level and you will be blessed. Thank you.